Are you fed up with the gay dating scene? And are you exhausted trying to find a decent man through bars, clubs, and dating apps? Listen, I hear you. Dating in this day and age can be exhausting. But the truth is, your dream man is out there and he is waiting for you. My name is Frank Macri and I've mentored thousands of single gay men from around the world. So how do you attract lasting love no matter your age or appearance? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. Welcome to Gay Dating Secrets. Let's get started. Hey everybody, in this episode, I'm gonna talk about how to break up with your guy without drama. I'm gonna share with you the story of how I broke up with my first partner after a long-term relationship in the best possible way. Now, before I get into this episode, uh, just a quick life update. I had such a blast last weekend. I trained a whole new group of life coaches looking to start their own life coaching businesses over in Thriving Coach Academy. And it was such a magical weekend. We had so much fun. And we have a lot of people who enroll who are gay men, which is awesome. And a lot of gay men realize that they are natural born coaches all along and decide to start life coaching businesses. So super fun, super excited to see what they create in their new careers as life coaches. Okay, so let's talk about breakups. Have you ever experienced drama leaving a past relationship? Or are you in a relationship now and you're thinking about breaking up, but you're worried about what that experience might be like and how that experience might be painful for you? So I'm going to share with you exactly how I broke up with my first partner and there was no drama, there was no screaming, there was no yelling, there was no judging. It really was a beautiful experience. And if we were to be graded on the breakup, I think we both would get an A+. I'm actually proud of the way that we broke up with each other. It was mature, it was healthy, and it really was beautiful. Now, this is a story that I've shared with hundreds of people at workshops I've done over the years. And I often have people come back to me and say that, The story of my first breakup is one that sticks with them and one that they also share with other people. So I'm really excited to share this with you today. Now, first, I want to explain why people often have drama when it comes to breaking up. One of the reasons is because a lot of people, when they're breaking up, they think it's it's about good versus evil. So they want to do whatever they can to prove that they were the good one all along and demonize the other person in the relationship. Another reason why breakups have a lot of drama is because sometimes people let the relationship go on too long before breaking up. So it's this buildup of resentment and fear and frustration that finally explodes all at once. So the relationship should have ended a lot earlier but now it finally is, and all of that pent-up energy is now being uh, released in the form of drama and conflict. Another reason a lot of relationship breakups have drama is because sometimes people start thinking that the relationship, they're looking at the relationship from the lens of success versus failure, okay, and not realizing that relationships have both success and failure, Okay, so when they break up, they're like, oh, well, this was a failure, and it, it creates a lot of disappointment and upset, and 
The truth is relationships have both. All relationships have success and failure. So it doesn't serve you to think of the relationship as just being one way. You can, you can break up and still consider your relationship successful, which is how I've felt about um, long-term relationships I've been in. And finally, I think this is a secret, one of like the secret or unspoken reasons that relationship breakups have drama. It's because people don't know any other way to break up because all that we see in the media are these very dramatic stories of breakups that happen. We see that in movies, TV shows. So people assume that relationship breakups are supposed to go down in flames. <laughs> it's like the Taylor Swift song. It's either going to be forever or it's going to go down in flames, <laughs> which I love that song. But that's just one example of how we are bombarded with messages that relationships are either going to be wonderful and amazing and successful or they're going to be terrible. And they're going to end in a tremendous amount of arguing and conflict. Now, a few things to know as well about breakups is <clears throat> when it comes to why you want to break up with someone, there doesn't need to be a big dramatic reason. There also doesn't need to be an explosive argument or a ton of drama or a major conflict. And you don't need to justify a breakup. You don't need to justify a breakup. You can break up because you want to break up, right? You can break up with someone even if you still love that person. You don't have to hate someone first in order to break up with them. And you can break up with someone even if they're a nice guy. Okay? Someone can be kind and nice to you, but still they might not be right for you. So you can break up even if someone is, is kind. And it's, it's never that leaving is... I want to emphasize this point too that I've learned is that when you think about breaking up, you might think, oh, well, I'm going to be okay, but the other person's going to be heartbroken and they're going to be crushed. So you might think that the relationship ending is something that's going to benefit you, but it's going to hurt them. And obviously, part of you cares about the other person, so you might avoid breaking up because you worry that it's not going to end well for them. And here's what I want to present to you. There's no such thing as it only ending well for one person. Because if you are staying in a relationship out of fear, if you're staying in a relationship but you're not living your truth, you're not honoring your, your truest calling and desires and what you want most out of life, then you are doing a disservice not only to you but also to your partner because you're not being your authentic self. So they're not experiencing an authentic relationship. So there is no winning when you decide to stay in a relationship because you think that breaking up is going to uh, be damaging to them. Now, will your partner probably feel sad and heartbroken and disappointed and even maybe frustrated? Yeah, these are normal human emotions and it's understandable if those are to come up, okay? But in the long run, in the big picture here, it is always in both parties' best interests for you to break up if the relationship is not working out for you, right? Because you will separate yourself from the relationship and you will also separate your partner from, from someone who didn't want to be with them, right? It's not serving your partner to be with them if you don't want to be with them. That is a disservice to them, okay? So let me tell you the story of my first relationship. 
So it lasted about four and a half years. Um, and it was a, a time of many ups and downs. Um, part of that relationship was long distance. I was living in China for a few years and a couple of the years. And my partner at the time was living in Canada. So we were opposite ends of the world. I think it was a 16-hour time zone difference for a couple of years. And we made it work. We made it work. And then after I moved back to North America, I moved in with him and we lived with each other for a couple of years as well. And we really did put work into the relationship. Okay, we, even though things started to, uh, conflict started to arise, we were determined to figure out how to navigate the conflict. So right away, we decided when conflict started happening and it happened more and more, we found a therapist and we would have, uh, I think just about every week, we started going to see this therapist. This was around maybe the going into year four of the relationship. So the last few months that we were together. And after we'd come home from therapy sessions, we would we'd get to work. We'd continue working on the relationship. We sat down one day and we made a spreadsheet where we defined what does a healthy relationship mean to both of us. And one of the things we realized is that we had very different definitions of what made a healthy, happy, successful relationship. But we were able to come to agreement on about 10 to 15 different qualities of a healthy relationship. And we put them all in a spreadsheet and every single week we would check in and we give each other a score on how well we feel that we honored each of those 15 qualities and components and how well the other person did. And we were very thorough. We had lots of conversations. Whenever scores would change or go down, we would talk about, okay, how can we get this score up next week? So when I say that we put the work in the relationship, we really did put in the work. And what happened over, over time is things didn't get any better. And, and I realized that even though this is someone I dearly love, this is not someone I see myself compatible with long-term. Um, if you want to know more about compatibility, I made an episode called Chemistry Versus Compatibility, which I highly recommend you listen to. So things didn't get better. And there was a moment I realized that the relationship felt done. It felt like the relationship was over. And I started looking up online, how do you break up with your partner? Because this was the first breakup that I was ever going to experience. So I was unsure how to navigate it. And I came across this term called conscious uncoupling. And something sparked in me when I heard about this idea that you can consciously uncouple. And they, I like even they, how they reframe the term breakup to uncoupling. So oftentimes the word breakup has these connotations that are very negative and full of drama and conflict. But when I thought about conscious uncoupling, I began to think, what would be the most mindful, loving way that I can separate from my partner and we can end the relationship? So as I started thinking about those ideas, I realized that I wanted to initiate the breakup in one of our therapy sessions. So at the end, I think it was sometime in uh, early February, I had, and this was many, many years ago, I told our therapist privately at the end of a session that 
I decided I wanted to end the relationship and I wanted to initiate the breakup in our next session. So our, ther- our therapist said, absolutely. And she, she affirmed that was a great idea to do that. So she pulled open her calendar and she flipped over to the next week and she's like, okay, well, let me look for the next available time I have. She finds a time, I think it was a Wednesday. She's like, does this Wednesday work for you? I said, yeah, that looks good. What, what date is that exactly? And she said, oh, it looks like it's February 14th, <laughs> Valentine's Day. <laughs> so I thought, of course it's Valentine's Day that, that I would be um, breaking up with my partner. How romantic, right? <laughs> but also I felt that that was divinely supposed to happen. And it also was more of an opportunity for me to think, okay, but what could make this a special Valentine's Day where we can be loving and kind even as we are breaking up with each other? So every day leading up to that breakup, the final um, the therapy session as well, I noticed that when, because I knew that this was now going to happen. It was a done deal. It was just a matter of time. Um, so Every day leading up to the breakup, my partner would go to bed, and I normally would stay up later anyway, but I noticed that the times that uh, he would go to bed, I would just sit on the couch and cry, and I felt like every night I would just cry and cry and cry, and I felt like I was mourning the loss of a human. I remember the experience where it was like someone had died, and, and I was mourning the loss of them, and basically all that was missing was a burial because everything else felt like the same experience of losing another person. And this emotional um, experience I went through, it helped to inform how to navigate a later part of our breakup that I'm going to share with you in a little bit. So we got to the therapy session on Valentine's Day and we're, we're off to the session. The whole time I'm very nervous and worried about letting my partner know that I want to end the relationship. So we sat down in front of our therapist and right away the therapist prompted me and she said, okay, well, you know, b- before we get into the session, Frank had something he, want- he wanted to say. So Frank, why don't you go ahead and share? So I looked into my partner's eyes and uh, I said, I love you so much. You mean so much to me. And I know a few things to be true. I know that I don't want to stay in this relationship out of fear because I'm afraid that there might not be anyone else, else out there for me because that wouldn't be fair for me if I stayed in this relationship out of fear. And I also don't want to stay in the relationship because I'm tolerating you versus like really accepting you for who you are because that wouldn't be fair to you. So the best thing that I realize I can do is be honest to you and be honest with myself. That's the most loving thing that I can do for both of us. So with that awareness, I realized that the best thing for both of us is to end our relationship, and I'd like to end our relationship. And it was so wonderful having the therapist there. Um, The energy was very calm. I was calm. He was calm. I mean, I was a little bit shaky (laughs) when I was sharing that. But then after I shared that, it was just a, a nice relief and a relaxation I was able to sink into. So we walked home together. Uh, we pretty much wrapped up the session rather quickly at that point. And my partner at the time was very receptive. We um, got back to our apartment and right away I began just packing up my things and he, he helped me pack up my stuff. And I felt like we had such a 
wonderful run together. Four and a half years is a pretty significant amount of time. And I said, I wonder if there's a way we could celebrate this relationship or really honor it. And he said, okay, well, what do you mean by that? I'm like, well, I don't know. You're a really religious person. I know you really like rituals. Maybe there's a ritual that we can do to celebrate and reflect on our relationship. And then the idea came to me that we should have a burial for our relationship. (laughs) And the dots connected for me because all that week leading up to the breakup, I felt like I was grieving the loss of a person and all that was missing was a burial. So right when I brought up the idea, we both got very excited at, yeah, what if we had a burial for our relationship? And I know this might sound a little bit woo-woo and weird, but just stick with me here because what happened after that was incredible. It was like we both knew exactly what needed to happen. So we found a photo of us and we, we went outside to find a tree nearby our apartment. And it, I remember it was a mildly rainy, cloudy day. And we dug a small hole next to this tree and both of us stood over the hole and I think we kneeled down and we, we looked at the photo of us and we started to share very openly and freely all the things that we were going to miss about each other and about our relationship. And we began to share what are the things we appreciate about the other person, just like what you would reflect on at an actual burial, right? You would reflect on the good times, the highlights, the things you're going to miss most about the person. So that's what we did, reflecting on our relationship. And we took our time. We didn't rush the process. And then we very gently placed the photo in the hole and we, we buried it up with, with dirt. And after that, we went on this long walk around our neighborhood where we, we recounted the entire story of our relationship from start to finish. We talked about the moment we met, the moment we had our first date, all of the experiences dating when we were long distance and then moving in together. We recounted every memory. And that experience was incredibly healing, going back and just weaving together the story of our relationship and having this beautiful arc that we both shared together. And I remember that was incredibly emotional for me. There were some parts of our story, just remembering it, that brought up so much for me. And whenever we had emotional moments like that, we just held space for each other and allowed the other person to cry. And, and you know, we didn't rush it. It was just all about releasing and feeling and letting all the emotion flow through us. So it was incredibly healing. And when I came back to the apartment with him after that, I finished packing up my bags and we had a conversation about how it is we wanted to stay in touch. And this is also key whenever you're breaking up with someone. You want there to be clarity on, okay, how are we going to fit into each other's lives moving forward? Because we are now going into a new really a new evolution of our, even though we're not in relationship with someone, you still want to define what does your relationship look like out of the relationship. Does that make sense? Like, what does your connection look like? How are you going to be in each other's lives, if at all? So uh, my partner at the time said that it was very easy for him. Either he wanted to be in my life as me being his long-term lover or not at all. So I completely understood and I completely honored him for that. And I wanted to respect that, that, that boundary that he set. 
So um, he was not saying that in a passive aggressive way. It was just very clear. Like I, if we're not going to be together, then I, I don't want us to be in, I don't want to, he said basically like he didn't want to know me in any other way other than just lover and relationship. So not as a friend, not as like a friends with benefits or an acquaintance or just like anything else. So we uh, unfriended each other on social media. I think we might've maybe blocked each other too. And, and also it felt very healthy to do that because we had a conversation around it and, and knew exactly like how does we wanted to move forward. So we said our final goodbyes. And I remember as I was leaving the apartment, cause I had found, um, I had found a house to stay in as I figured out my next step. Um, and a lot of this, as you probably realize, happened very fast. Like, I didn't break up, and then, you know, we just kept being with each other. Like, as, and I know for some people under circumstances, maybe you have a lease, like, that's not possible, but there was something that was really helpful with me being able to leave right away, just to, like, continue the process. So I left, and I felt like as I was leaving, there was a circle that was being complete. It felt like the relationship cycle had just come 360 from start to finish. So it felt right. Everything about it felt so right, so beautiful. And after finding a new place, I moved to Seattle about a month later. And it was so interesting as I moved to this new city, new chapter, I didn't feel any energy from my past relationship that was like weighing me down. Um, I felt like I had total closure and total peace. And I've heard so many gay men talk about past relationships. And when they talk about those relationships, there's still energy there. There's still frustration. There's still blame. There's still um, heartbreak. And I didn't have that experience, but it was because we had created closure for ourselves. And the burial was a huge part of that. Now, were there times when I thought about my previous partner? Of course, there were times when I thought about him and missed him, but I never regretted the decision to leave the relationship, and I never questioned going back to it, and I never thought judgmental things about him where I was thinking he was ever the bad guy in the equation because I didn't see it as there was a good versus evil. I didn't see it as there was a success versus failure. I saw it as a beautiful relationship cycle that had come complete with two amazing people. So a couple of notes that I want to end this episode on is that if you're listening to this and you go, well, yeah, that's wonderful for you because you had a partner that was so willing to do that burial with you. What if a partner is unwilling? Well, here's the thing I want you to know. If my partner at the time said that he was not willing to have a burial and he didn't want to honor our relationship and he was just, you know, in, in a state of blame or frustration, then every person is allowed to have their own experience of a breakup, okay? So you cannot force your partner or soon-to-be ex-partner to have any kind of experience of the breakup. You must respect them for whatever experience they're choosing to have. And also, you don't need anyone else to create closure. That's so big, right? A lot of times people have breakups and they go, well, yeah, I was feeling really... I'm complete with it, but my partner wasn't. So therefore there wasn't closure. And I say, well, you don't need your partner to experience closure. So if my partner at the time were not to be on board with the burial, I would have gone outside anyway and still done a burial. That's what I mean by this. I still would have created an experience of closure. 
And when it comes to a breakup, a transition, right? This is a transition in your life. Having some kind of ritual where you are doing something to signify and represent the transition in your life makes it so powerful, okay? There is an emotional uh, healing process that you go through when you have an actual ritual, okay? So it's not just, it's not powerful enough to sit to just sit down and think in your head about the relationship, like reflect on all the wonderful things about your partner and recount the relationship in your head, right? That's not enough. That's not having an actual ritual. So the burial is a wonderful way for you to experience and create that closure for yourself. If your partner wants to be on board with it, great. Share the experience with them. But you create closure. You don't need another, the other person to do that. Now, the last thing I want to say is that you might need to do a burial for past relationships that you have not created closure with yet, right? Because any relationship, the way I felt when I left that first relationship, I felt like a circle was being closed off, okay? There was... There, there was no opening in the circle. It wasn't like there was a gap in it. It was a complete circle. Now, many of you are trying to move forward and date new men and establish new relationships, but you've got so many open loops from past relationships. You haven't closed off those loops yet. Okay, There's still parts of you that carry blame and resentment and fear and disappointment and heartbreak from past relationships and when those open when those relationship loops are open the energy trickles in to your future relationships you carry that that energy that energy weighs you down and it prevents you from showing up fully to your next relationships so what i encourage you to do is assess your past relationships short term long term any kinds of relationships you've had before what would it take for you to create closure energetic and emotional closure. Remember, you do not need to be reaching out to your ex. You don't need them to create the closure. You can. You can absolutely reach out and see if they want to be a part of it with you, but that is not a requirement. Okay, You don't need the other person to create the closure. Okay, So what is it that you need to let go of? What is it that you might still be holding on to? And how could you put that to rest? How could you put that all to rest? What is it that you can bury? Okay, so my invitation for you is to have a burial. See if you can have some kind of a burial in the next week. Okay, do it for yourself. You're going to feel amazing. You might just be surprised at what comes up. Even if you, in your head, think logically that you're over an ex or a past partner, but still there's a little bit of that emotional, um, a negative or, or charged emotional feelings that come up when you think about your ex. Like doing a burial it, it's only going to help heal you even more, okay? Even if there's 1% or 2% of pain there, that's 1% or 2% more that you can put into attracting the next man for you. All right, so that is how you have a breakup without any drama. That's what I got in this episode. Remember, he's on his way. If you liked this podcast and you want to take your growth and transformation to the next level, I want to share with you my brand new podcast called Life Coaching Secrets. It's where you will learn the exact tools I use to become confident, attract quality men, and even create a successful business. Head over to the Life Coaching Secrets podcast to get started. I'll see you there.